Hello, everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode of Shot of Philosophy. I've got my coffee here today and one of my favorite quotes. And that's hard to say because I've read a lot. I'm sitting here. I'm recording this. I literally have. Let me count. I have seven books stacked on my kitchen table, some of which I'm using for my research. And then like maybe three or four that I just like to have. Like I'll just grab it and kind of read a line throughout the day. Um, so to say one of my favorite quotes ever, it takes a lot to say that, but this really isn't, you know, this is like in that list. So here we go. This is a great quote from Simone Vale. This is a part of my research. It's a part of how I try to live my daily life. And it's necessary for me today because I feel like I've been impatient with myself and others and impatient with tasks and things aren't getting done. And I think a part of that is because I just, I'm focusing on, you know, getting things done quickly. So if something can't be done quickly or if something's going to be an annoyance or prevent me from doing something else I want to do, I'm just not doing it. So I want to start really focusing more on slow attentiveness and just moving, not even just to get stuff done, right? But just moving a little bit differently. So this quote does that for me, I think, or it encourages me to do that. So this is from Simone Vale, uh, and it's 15 minutes of attention is better than a great many good works. This has for sure come up on this podcast already. It will definitely come up again. Um, as I mentioned, right, I wake up, I read a little bit, I record, I post a couple of things. All of the things are typically related and it's for me a lot of the time, right? So I'm hoping that what's helpful for me will also be helpful for you. And this to me is one of the most helpful quotes I've encountered, right? As I've said already in this short podcast. And the reason for it, among others, is I feel at times my attention is pulled and pushed in a lot of different directions and I feel scattered. I feel almost like frenzied, right? So this reminds me to set aside time. Maybe it's 15 minutes, maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's even two minutes just to do one thing attentively. I think especially, you know, when I have a day that's full of a lot of different tasks, again, work-related typically and sometimes even not, they all kind of call for my attention, right? Because you could, you could be planning them in your mind. You could be doing them. And while you're doing them, you could be thinking about the next three things you have to do. And this is very common, I think. I think, you know, I think our phones don't help with this either. They're a constant pull on our attention and they're designed that when we pick them up and we start scrolling, they keep our attention. So we're sort of, I think, and this is something we get um, when we read a lot about our current technological moment, right? A great book that comes to mind is this book called Attention Merchants by Tim Wu. And he's basically suggesting, and other people say similar things, right? A great book um, that references that as well. I've talked about it. iGen by Gene Twinge talks about some of these attentional results of our technological moment. Um a lot of other books as well commenting on this, right? We have to reclaim our ability to pay attention in our modern world because of our phone's ability to take our attention and hold on to it. And I think even before our phones, this was something that was really relevant for people, right? To think about because we have imaginations, we have such robust abilities to have memories. We have such agile minds that it's easy to get distracted even pre-cell phone, right? So this has been for Obviously, Simone Vale wrote this long before the cell phone. So this has been an issue that we've had to contend with for a very long time, right? So our questions for today, I think, and ones that I hope might be helpful for you, right? Um, how are you paying attention today? Maybe how have you been paying attention already before you listen to this? What are your plans for your attention? Right? If you make a to-do list, that's kind of like a plan for your attention. 
So how do you feel about each of those tasks? Are you actually going to pay attention? Make an intention for your attention, right? Don't just say, I'm going to do these things. Say, how are you going to do them? And that's where uh, Simone Vale's 15 minutes can come in, right? I'm going to do this 15 minutes at a time. Or if you want to build up to that, I'm really going to do this 10 minutes at a time. And you have to ask yourself, what encourages you to pay attention? I like coffee and instrumental music. It helps me focus on whatever the thing is that I want to offer my attention to. I'm avoiding the word task because I don't like this being only related to tasks. For Simone Vale, we don't just pay attention to get stuff done. We don't pay attention to be productive. We're paying attention because the ability, the faculty, the virtue of attention, right? The ability itself is valuable. And I think that's the case because we need attention to do everything else, right? Or let's say we need attention to do anything else well. So when we practice our attention, we really offer, when we're really engaged in a conversation with someone, when we're really engaged in a conversation with ourselves, right? We might even characterize that as being so deep in thought that like we look like we're spacing out or we don't even notice things in front of us. That's a good place to be. When you're doing anything in life, again, I'm avoiding the word task, and you're not even aware of what's going on around you outside of this moment, outside of this attention, that's a tremendous win, right? That's like the flow state. That is, you know, it's kind of a common, uh, common idea. Like if you Google flow state, by common idea, I mean it's around. Like you'll find stuff about it on YouTube, on Google. You're so immersed in the moment. That's a result of your attention and nothing else exists to you. Love does that and love also needs that. So practicing your attention helps you love. The great book, The Socrates Express, I've talked about on the podcast by Eric Weiner. He says, attention is love and love is attention. And I think that's really accurate. Right, so another question, what do you usually pay attention to? Where does your attention go? Let's start making a map of attention, of attentional habits. Is the answer your phone? Is the answer your TV? Is the answer books? Is the answer a notebook and your writing practice? Is the answer the people you talk with? Or are you constantly distracted when you're doing all these things? Or do you not have a reading practice? I strongly suggest that. Do you not have a self-writing practice? Once again, I strongly suggest that. Right? Reading physical books and writing have been researched to create a calmer, more peaceful, less anxious life. Right? Physical activity, another research-backed practice. Spending time with other people in a way that's attentive, not distracted. Both of these also research-backed ways of being less anxious and less stressed and leading a more fulfilling life. So offering our attention to those things might be a good idea. How do we work them into our schedule? And how do we see them and perceive them as something that we should work into our schedule? What stops you from paying attention? Another good thing. What are the roadblocks, right? And then how would leading a more attentive life benefit you? And again, I think for me, leading a more attentive life leads to a more fulfilling life. And by that, I really mean leads to a more fulfilling day. If I know that I've offered my attention to the right things in the right ways, I feel better. It's pretty simple. It's not easy but it's something I recommend thinking about. Thank you for listening. Hope this is helpful. I'll talk to you soon.